0: Sports Network All Season Long. Tune in to Marquee before Cubs Games for the award-winning pregame show, Cubs Live, and stick around after Cubs Games for Cubs Postgame Live. Marquee has you covered all season long. Visit Marquee Sports Network.com. You're listening to Waddle & Sylvie, live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago, the new home of the Chicago Bears. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A Good Karma Brands radio station. great Friday. A lot of Bears conversation as they play tomorrow. At least most of them or some of them. We'll have all your uh, pregame coverage beginning at 2 o'clock with Black and Abdallah. I'll be with uh, Dion Miller at 4 o'clock. Kickoff at 6 tomorrow from Indy with Joniak and Thayer. And then we'll have all your postgame coverage after that. Um, but Justin Fields and select offensive players will not play tomorrow. They got a lot of work with the uh, head-to-head practices with the Colts, we do think that they will play a lot in the third game. That's where they got the most uh, play time last year. So we will see in the third game how much uh, they will get playing time. But Floos left that uh, open. He did not rule that out. Uh, so if you want to talk some bears with us, three three two three seven seven six. We'll get to the Cubs here. In a moment pb what was the trend that you've been seeing lately so i talked to a friend of mine a week or so
1: ago and he said he took out his office to celebrate uh somebody's arrival to to that group and they went out nice restaurant here in chicago the bill comes over he looks down and there's like two dollars two dollars two dollars two dollars two dollars $2, $2, $2. and they were charging for ice what yes charging for ice now In this case, they were charging for the big rock that goes into a craft cocktail, Manhattan, what have you. Uh, But you can imagine a a table of 10, 12 people who had maybe a, a multiple number of drinks, how you just see that. So fast forward to just a couple nights ago, I'm out with my wife in the suburbs. And sure enough, I look at the bill. And I have a 2 or $3 charge for ice. But mine was not the big rock. It was just I had a Manhattan on the rocks. Just the small ice. So I ask you, Mark Silverman, have you been charged for ice lately? I have not have noticed.
2: Seen I that? usually look at the bill. I, I have seen this. But so someone I was with one time asked about it. And they said, well, you're going to get charged the $2 either way. You either get an ice charge or a neat charge. So you're gonna gonna get either way, charge no matter what. Well, but wait a minute. So is like because when you
1: make something well neat, like you're pouring it with no ice unless you have it chilled.
0: On the menu, on the menu, they show you how much a cocktail costs, correct? Usually, yeah. So if it says fifteen dollars for for whatever Manhattan, are they giving? Are they charging you fifteen dollars plus two? At, at these restaurants
1: where yeah absolutely but so, i mean so to like, me how build is that it, fair build it into the cost of the cocktail like right. you're saying like so it, like it, it, make it 17 or make it 14 whatever the case
0: so may
2: be so i'm so not Tyler, an, how are they going charge. two
0: dollars either way then
2: i don't know it, it was so absurd when we heard it we were like why wouldn't you just bump the price of the drink up two dollars on your menu is that, there is there a I bartender in do.
0: the house that can explain this is this is and, this, and why, is this and, the and, new and, thing? Yeah. Why that, is that?
1: Why is that happening? Right. I mean, is that just like I, I mean, it's not like ice
0: is a new thing. Like I don't I I ha, I don't believe I've seen this yet. Not uh, anywhere I've gone yet, and I usually do look at the. Is this a city thing? Because I, it's and, happened and in not, the burbs. To this, me. this was in the burbs. What well, one one incident? Yeah. Just to, here's, here's, uh, we got uh, Jeff. All right. We're, we're, we're screening his call. Like they're still at some restaurants. There's still the, have you seen, there's still the COVID service fee, believe it or not, at some of these chain restaurants. And first of all, I've always had them waive that because none of it goes to the service workers. Do you know that? That, that some of these, the restaurants only, that goes to the owners. Okay that always waive it and if you want to give more give more to the staff sure don't don't like that doesn't go to to the the service workers so like make sure you knock whenever you see that fee knock it off it, it's about vol- the the 4 dollars covid charge well does this go who what is this is this a voluntary charge yes it is well, knock that off my bill. Say I can't do that. Why? I don't know. I just but, but, I feel ask weird. Ask them. Ask them. Does this go to your staff? Because they'll tell you no. Ask your server. Does this go to you? He'll say no, and then you wait. That doesn't
1: even go. Isn't
0: split amongst no, this? Okay. Absolutely not. They'll right. tell you. And if it, if they get it, fine. But uh, I've had numerous service workers say nope, This goes to our ownership this goes to our restaurant group so they can have the quote restaurant up and running quote more i want i want it to go to the service workers who are working their ass off yeah you know who are who are coming into work so i get to eat who i get to eat and and i'm getting taken care of those are the people that i want to who i want to help um jeff and elmhurst you're on ESPN 1000 what's up jeff
3: Yeah, hey, you guys got the ice thing all wrong. They're not charging you for ice. They're charging you for a different size pour. So a rocks pour is more alcohol than a standard cocktail pour. So it could say rocks on your ticket, but that's because you're getting more alcohol than you are in a standard cocktail.
1: So when the one restaurant was charging for the big... Rock in the glass uh, Are they getting They're getting less alcohol Than the small rocks I mean I'm, I'm trying to follow you On on, uh, on the size of the ice
3: So, so say you order a, a, a bourbon on the rocks I'm a makers guy I yeah. go to a makers on the rocks They're going to charge me more For a makers on the rocks Than they are For a makers in water Because I'm getting more booze In the makers on the rocks you sure? Yes, positive. Been in the industry my whole life.
0: Okay, so you're in the industry.
1: All right, is this sort of new? Yeah. Because why Why haven't I seen that on my bill in previous years?
3: It's actually very standard. Everybody's doing it now. I don't know if it's new or not. I don't feel like it's new. I think there's more attention to it now because people think it's ice, but they're not charging you for the ice. They're charging you for a... a a more booze they're charging you for a a, a better pour so
1: i've been to a place where they they call it uh they have like a different term for a bigger glass and a bigger pour but you're just saying if i ordered a maker's mark manhattan whether i order it on the rocks or with a big rock you're saying they're charging me extra because there's more booze in that in that glass
3: I don't know about a Manhattan because a Manhattan has mix in it as well. Right. So if you order something neat, right, right, you're gonna charge. You're gonna get charged more for it. If you order something on the rocks, you're gonna get charged more for it because there's more booze in it. Okay,
0: Jeff. Thank you. By the way, the Cubs okay. just lost. Um, what was the final here? 4-3 to Kansas City. Gonna need the large pour in Wrigleyville uh, in yeah. tonight. So, a sloppy game for the Cubs. I think there were some errors in there. Again, another game where they didn't come through against some uh, another not-so-good bullpen. Um,
1: Great play at second base by
0: KC. Yeah, in the ninth inning. Um, there was a, uh, a, a hit down the line by Nico with one out in the ninth inning. And I like right away, I was saying to Nico, go to, go to second, go to second. And the right fielder in my, my mind, like it wasn't a bad send. I don't think like Nico made a bad decision at all. The right fielder just in my book, correct me if I'm wrong. If you're watching 3323776 made a hell of a play. Like that is, especially for an American League team that never comes to Wrigley Field, and a bad American League team at that, to 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 make a play in the corner like that where the ball was close to the wall, it didn't hit the wall, but like usually like you're in the in-between, that's a really tough play to make. The right fielder fielded it cleanly and threw a strike to second base where only a perfect throw gets Nico, where he's trying to get a a double there and and be on second with one out representing the tying run, and they threw him out. Um, Hell of a play. Yeah, so the Cubs have lost now three out of four. And, you know, as someone put it on on Twitter, they're a morale miracle away from losing four in a row here. Now, they are still within really – they came in today – a game back in the loss column with the Brewers. Now, obviously, they're two back in the loss column, two and a half back in the standings. Um, but uh, today is not. These are the games. It's impossible to say. You've, you there must sweeps. I think you've got to you've got to set the bar at. You got to take two out of three in in these series when you play four. From these teams that are really bad, you're going to end up with hundred losses, both the, the White Sox and, and Royals, and you're,
1: you know, behind the eight ball against both of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if you win the next two, you're cool, though, okay, right? Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, sure.
0: Like, I, I, like you hate, you hate to see it for sure. Like to to expect them to win all three is that? And I mean, or no, am I two being too three, easy? Meatloaf, it. I'll take the meatloaf approach. Two out of three ain't bad. So if you want to talk some cubs today 312-332-3776. Stroman also spoke so I could I could talk about this this audi- I I I hinted at this earlier. Jesse was walking into Wrigley Field and Jesse was hosting. So Jesse got to Wrigley Field late because of his hosting duty. So he probably got there at 2:50 mm-hmm. um, because he he cross talked with us and as he's walking up the ramp There's Marcus Stroman walking up the ramp to the press box. I mean, through the crowd. When do you ever see a player, now he's not in uniform because he's on the IL, but when do you ever see a player walking through the crowd during an actual game? But he was going to talk to the media and he held the press conference through during the game to talk about his injury. I could play this stuff for you. Uh, but it it didn't sound good because I think he's questioning if he'll pitch again, just like we t- told you. Jed sounded a little more optimistic the other day that, you know, he didn't rule out that he's done for the season. But he said it was an injury that they're not used to dealing with. So here's Marcus Stroman who met the media uh, during the game up in the press box talking about his rib cartilage injury.
4: Yeah, it's pretty frustrated and bothered by it all. So just trying to figure this out as far as the next best steps and kind of just get on the plane. Can you explain what
5: happens to cause the injury?
4: Through, I was thrown on Sunday in Toronto and I felt just like a little crampy feeling, nothing crazy. Um, Through my bullpen, got done with all my work and then like after I cooled down,' it was, it was kind of like hard to breathe, like kind of in like my diaphragm, my like rib area. So I went through some things with the trainers. Um, then it became, they thought it was my appendix or my gallbladder. So then it was, I had to get on the phone. It was a question whether to fly or not. Ended up being okay to fly. But once I landed in Chicago, I went right to the ER. Just kind of ruled out appendicitis um, and my gallbladder, ruled that out. Woke up the next morning, went to get an MRI and yeah, just revealed that I had a fracture in my rib cartilage. So I'm still trying to process it, honestly. Was it like a one-pitch type of potential injury or cumulative? Like I said, I, I, I don't know. It's kind of a question mark. It's just, yeah, I felt... Like I said, it felt like it was hard to breathe. Once I cooled down, I, I thought it was in my diaphragm. So, we're kind of still going from there. They were, they seem pretty confused about us. They don't, you don't see this normally as a right? So they I don't... Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't have an answer, man. Like like I said, I, I went to the ER. I was there for three hours. Ruled out appendicitis, gallbladder. I woke up, I got an MRI, and now I'm here, so... I don't have any I don't have any answers as far as how I got it. Like I said, I was through, felt a little bit of a crampy feeling, but nothing crazy. And then once I cooled down, um, like I said, it was really difficult and hard to breathe.
6: As far as something that just want you to rest until until it doesn't hurt anymore?
4: Yeah, I've talked to a bunch. I can't be too active. It's not like I can do too much right now. Um, but yeah, I've talked to several doctors that I've talked to over the past years with my body and I guess the best thing is it's got to kind of heal itself I and mean, it's hopefully a few weeks you know I'm like I can't go anywhere I can barely turn right now and breathing stuff at some points to sit for long periods of time is pretty difficult so I'm just kind of taking it day by day honestly. Do
6: you know if going to be back before the
4: end of the year? I'm taking it day by day truly not even looking past tomorrow man so I got I don't have an answer for you on that.
6: What about
4: uh, the you, you took an infield like you normally do. That's part of your routine. Did you feel it at all while you were uh, taking ground balls? No, like I said, nothing, nothing glaring, nothing crazy. I've been taking ground balls, like you said, my whole life, so that's it's nothing new. Um, but, yeah, once I cooled down, I went right into the trainers, and I told them it just kind of felt like my diaphragm. Like it was behind my ribs, and when I would exhale, I'd feel it. So nobody really had an answer at that time, and we're all still just kind of figuring it out and process it now. As far as type of competitor you've always been to hear speculation out there at all that you know why isn't he coming back that's usually putting on care with an athlete who has a track record right i mean I'm why sure, isn't he coming back i have a fraction yeah no, i understand i mean, <laughs> i understand you've been injured but i bounced back quick i came back from a fully torn sale in five months i'm a workhorse i'm not someone who's been out there i'm, I'm someone who throws and has full years so i don't have to My history and my career speak for themselves, of course. Just just to clarify, like, you don't think
7: it had anything like weight
4: room, anything? No, it was right after I got out of the field. So I literally went from playing catch to my bullpen, and then right when I cooled down, when I went inside, I didn't do anything in between.
0: There you go. There's Marcus Stroman. So uh, uh, a little testy at the end with Bruce about, uh, you know, whether or not there are skeptics on on this. He said, look, I come back from the ACL in five Five months." months. Um, But this is all I do is I pitch. I'm a workhorse. And um, this is a it's 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 an injury that you don't really see. And like he said, uh, he said numerous times he thought it was something wrong with his diaphragm and got checked for the impedensitis. And he seems like he's still in shock. When Um, you talked to Jed
1: yesterday, uh, what, what what was his tone about? he this injury in per, per se and, and like the the length of possibly of the time that Stroman could be out he,
0: he was still in sort of wait and see mode because it was an injury that they've never right. dealt with okay. with a pitcher okay. that they they said they're so used to dealing with the oblique injuries with pitchers they've never dealt with an injury like this so they were still they said Look, it could be the year because I said, is this something like Cap was saying that he had heard that this is going to be a long-term injury? That this is probably, probably, and, and like listening to him when he says he could barely turn, yeah, he could barely twist. And he was saying when he sits in a in, in a position for too long, it, it hurts. Yeah. Like we're talking about twisting and we're talking about sitting, hurting. It's August 18th. Five weeks to go. Yeah. How's he going to pitch? Like, that doesn't sound like something, and he hasn't pitched now in 20 days. Um, it doesn't sound like this is something that he's going to really be able to come back from because by the time he does, whenever he does start throwing, it's going to be several weeks. Then he's going to need a rehab start. He's not going to be able to be a right that's to, to start a game. Um, and it's, it's, it's just been an unbelievably weird season for Marcus Stroman, who at one time seemed to be a must extend to now. Will he opt in? What's, what's his future going to be? But that was, that was during the game. Like very rarely do you ever hear of a player doing a press conference Why do during you think a game.
1: It went down that way. Like what, what would, what's the sense of urgency to I don't know. do it
7: that way? I don't know. Do you think like just because maybe he's available at that moment maybe. and then they, they know the Cubs game is going to end and they're going to want to talk to other players right. in post?
0: Maybe. Mm. Maybe. And he's, yeah, like, let, let's get this out of the way now because, yeah, and, and I don't know. So, and the Cubs and, and, and the bottom, and if you want to talk Cubs, Cubs did lose four to three. know, um, yeah, Tyon pitched okay. I don't think, I don't think he pitched great. I don't think he was bad. Um they're now a half game back of the Reds and Marlins for that final wild card spot. Yeah.
1: And it was, uh, it was Drew Waters who threw out
0: Horner at second with that great play. What a great, what a great play. It was a great play. But, yeah, you can't I, – I, 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 and maybe Thomas wants to talk about this, so I won't say what I was going to say. Thomas and Batavia, what's on your mind? And then I'll go into what I wanted to say. What's on your mind, Thomas?
5: Hey, guys, really great to talk to you. Thanks for taking my call. I am a very frustrated Cubs fan. I know it's funny to say that because they're doing so well, but I think they'd do so much better if David Ross would stop tinkering around and overthinking his lineups. I'm not a big fan of his lineups. I scratch my head oftentimes with the catcher, the Barnhart situation, but mostly Ian Happ, and you can check this and see if I'm wrong, but I think he's got eight hits out of his last 45 at-bats. And he's batting third consistently, and that makes no sense to me. I'm not sure why Tockman doesn't play as much. I know the righty-lefty thing, but is he really that bad uh, that he can't keep Tockman in that lineup? Again, I don't think David Ross does a very good job with his lineups, and I think it's really frustrating to watch, and I think he overthinks it, and he's costing these guys games.
0: Uh, Thomas, I, I, I hear that a lot. Like in, and I'm an advocate too. We've talked on this show a lot about. We were wondering, Bellinger, did Bellinger make the last out? He I was kind of doing Yeah, So at least Bellinger got to the plate this time. I still always want Bellinger up ahead of Hap. I ideally would like Bellinger to bat second. But then I hear if Bellinger is batting second, where does Hap hit? I don't love Morell in the leadoff spot. It's weird. Like one. On some games, Morrell leads off. Other games, Morrell can bet seventh. I I, I don't understand where Morrell is. Like I fee- think of Morrell more as a fifth, sixth guy, seventh guy in the, in the lineup.
7: Today felt like Christopher Morrell was the hero on Thursday night's game. Let's get him in the lineup and let him lead off. But he's I'm- done.
0: But he's let Morrell off. Kind of often lately.
2: Yeah, I mean, Sylvie, we've looked at each other a couple times when we've seen the lineup come down, and it's like, oh, this is a weird lineup. Morel leading off. And like I'd
0: rather have I'd rather have Bellinger lead off. If you like, in, I'd rather have Bellinger lead off than hit fourth yeah, to, I'm to with just you too. get him up quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I didn't like today, um, and I, I hear you on some of the other things. Is I and I said this to Tyler during the game, and I don't think he had a good day in the field either. Is I I don't understand why wisdom is playing. Why are they playing Patrick Wisdom? Patrick yeah.
2: Wisdom played first base today. Yeah, at first base of all places, you wasn't that one of the big talking points when they traded for Candelario was that he was gonna come in and play first base more than he would play third base, and now you're flip flopping them out of their normal spots or at least what are supposed to be your normal spots on this roster now? When you have Candelario at third and you've got Wisdom at first. I don't need to see him anymore. <laughs> I, like, it, w- it was a
0: fun story when he, he was hitting some home runs and when you weren't a team that was competing and you thought maybe you can uh, have him as a reclamation project with him in Schwindy. But now you're in a race and you've got enough good players with Candelario and, and Madrigal's done a good job at third base He's he's hitting under two hundred. He strikes out too much. He's not a good fielder. I don't think you need Patrick Wisdom to play, except if you 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 have a chance to hit a home run late in the game and yeah, you need a, him in a pinch hitter. He's a pinch
2: hitter. That's what he is. Yeah.
0: So I, I I don't know why he, why he was in the lineup today. That that was that was my question. Uh, Neil's in Elmhurst. Neil, you're on ESPN one thousand. What's on your mind?
6: Hey, just want to give you some insight on. The Marcus Stroman injury. I, I'm a an ex-pitcher, and I'm a professional instructor now. That I've had that injury before, and it really it doesn't even feel like a broken bone type thing. It it's, it feels like somebody stabs you in the lung when you make a quick movement, and then it's hard to get your breath back. Um, it really limits your movement. I I would my guess is he would be done for the year, but I could be wrong. Yeah. I I wasn't throwing after
0: I healed for mine. Wow. Neil, thank you. Yeah, that's pretty much the way he described it too, with that stabbing feeling and and the way it sounds. And I, I would not be shocked if he doesn't pitch this year again. And I wouldn't be shocked if he comes back to the Cubs as an opt in. So if you want to talk, continue to talk some Cubs three one two, three three two, three seven seven six and P B brought up the uh a lot of people. Backing up that one caller's point about the, the drinks, too. The, the bigger pour. Yeah. I, then Why label it ice? Yeah, I don't know. Uh. I don't know. Uh, would you rather today, too? We'll do that in about an hour. So if you want to get your would you rathers in, hashtag a WS would you rather on Twitter. We've got a pride store gift card. Make them fun. Make them interesting. Uh, make them creative. Your best either-or question, would you rather this or would you rather that? You want to talk some Cubs? You want to talk some Bears? PB's in for Waddle. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Number to reach us 312 332 Wait till we talk to Joniak. Joniak is a curfew from his head when he joins us. He has to be off at a certain time, and I will let him explain why when, when he comes on at five. You got something going on in Indy that's yes. pressing? I've been I've been I've been texted okay. with in, with instructions. And I, I, I will say no more. Would you rather coming up in the five o'clock hour? Send us your best. Would you rather entries?
1: Are you more bothered by the text or that 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 you may not see, that you won't see Justin Fields tomorrow night?
0: I'm not bothered really by either. Okay, um, as long as Fields plays in the third preseason game and gets more repetition uh, against live competition, um, and I'm not bothered by the curfew because it would only shorten the. It would only shorten the conversation by about five minutes on the curfew that he's, we've been given. Okay. I don't understand. I, I want to understand the timing of it. Gotcha. So we'll we'll explain uh, at five. Um, let me take this call, then. I want to ask you something. You had a question for me about the drinks, and then I have a question for you about Hard Knocks. Okay. And something, Waddle had not seen it, so I really couldn't have a conversation with him about this. But uh, it, it, this is something that really interests me a lot, and it's it's a club that I got kicked out of in sixth grade. Okay, yeah. that's a tease. Uh, Chris uh, leaving Wrigley. What's up, Chris? Hi, guys.
6: Thanks for taking my call. Uh, my wife and I took our three-year-old today. It was our first first game at Wrigley. Nice. Thankfully, she'll remember her ice cream and her popcorn over this
0: Garbage loss. Um, <laughs> That's, it, even if they won 8 to nothing, she would not remember that either. She would remember the ice cream and the popcorn.
6: Very true. Very true. To
0: your point, Sylvie, I, it, who, who's making these
6: lineups? I mean, are these, are these lineups coming from Carter Hawkins and no. Jed Hoyer? I mean, it, it, isn't or is it David Ross continuing to tinker day in and day out? Those guys went up there today. And hats off to a last place team and and the Royals pitcher who pitched really well today. There was no flow when Swanson and Bellinger continue to get moved around. They just look lost up there. They weren't working counts. They were swinging at bad pitches. It was, it was a terrible loss and short of the Christopher Morel Homer the other night, we're looking at a, we're looking at a really bad streak against really bad teams. And one final thing, this Marcus Stroman thing, it, it, there's, there's something up with this. I, I I would have wished they would have just called this a lower body injury because the 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 trauma that has to happen for for cartilage to sever and to tear. Um, it, there's there's something up with this, and I, I hope I hope he makes a full recovery. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Look, I don't I don't wanna I don't I don't wanna go there. I mean, like he I, I would think he'd want to pitch. I I, I don't want to throw that out. Um, as far as the Cubs, they're not they're not played. There was another point that he had in there. Oh, the lineup. Jed said on our show two days ago that you want to asked him directly, who makes the lineup? He said Rossi makes the lineup. They give him as much information as possible. Analytics, this is what happens. Do they is, give
1: a
7: lineup suggestion? Like oh, it, I think so, okay.
0: yes. Right. yes, yes, yes. No, I, think, no, I think they ahead. give
7: him multiple lineup suggestions, and there's a few different ways to approach it. But, like, hey, this is, if you want to do this, it's optimized if you put it this way.
0: You know, if you want to try it this way. I think they give him a couple options, and then ultimately it's his call. Like, a, a lot of people on Twitch are saying, again, and I respect a lot of their, like, Broderick's a really smart sports fan. Broderick is saying, look, this is w- this is what they're doing. This is... They're going lefty-righty matchup with wisdom. This is how they're how how they're using it. I get that. He's just not good at that. That's my point. It's one like when they had Hosmer, when they had Mancini. I knew what they were doing. They were bad, and they lost their jobs. In my book, Patrick Wisdom is bad. Patrick Wisdom should not play the field, and Patrick Wisdom, other than. His Dave Kingman-like prowess every now and then is really bad. And I don't think he deserves to even maybe be on this team. Uh, he, he like, he, he's not good. So I get platooning. I understand the platooning. I don't think Patrick Wisdom is a good baseball player. Uh, by the way, Twitch is brought to you this week by our great friends at Elijah Craig Bourbon. Uh, Roy in Minneapolis here on ESPN one thousand. What's up, Roy? Hey boys, happy Friday. Um,
8: thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I just I want to echo what everyone's saying about the lineup. I, I just
0: you see the lineup
8: come out and it is just so predictable of what's going to happen or what's not going to happen. And um, if you just give me a second here, like the thing about Talkman not playing every day just drives me crazy because he has proven that he can hit lefties, and the fact that when he's batting lead up our, our uh, leadoff, like I think their Cubs are like 26 and 11 or some 20 some insane record when he's batting leadoff and playing center field. The first baseman thing with wisdom makes zero sense to me, too, because you got Condolario there, which they told you that he was going to play there. And if you go with my dream lineup, you go with Bellinger at first. So I just it's just so predictable. Um, So, do you want? I got got my dream lineup, my can't lose lineup right here. Do you want to hear it really quick?
0: Okay, you can't. This is Roy in Minneapolis' can't lose lineup.
8: (laughs) Okay, and you play this with lefties or righties. I don't care. The analytics stuff is getting too much, in my opinion. So, here we go. Talkman in center, second. Horner, uh, second base. Batting third, Cody Bellinger, first base. Batting fourth, Nancy Swanson, shortstop. Batting fifth, Candyman, third base. Batting six, Morel, DH. Batting 7th, Happ left field. Batting 8th, Suzuki right field. Batting ninth, Gomes, catcher. How do you not lose with that lineup? So the, I mean, the, a get... lot of people are
0: asking Happ to be put down into the lineup. That enough of Happ at third. He's been totally. slumping. Move him down in the lineup. I, 100%. I, I don't mind it, Roy. Good call. Thank That's you, sure. Roy. There's Thank Roy, you. Roy in Minneapolis. His dog, Wrigley, too. Um, and then what I wanted to bring up, so in sixth grade, I joined the magic club. <laughs> I love magic, love magic. i 've told this story before. This magic club was at the school at, this, at Old Orchard Junior high. Wow. The first, one of the first rules of magic club is do not ex- don't tell people how the tricks are done. Right, right. I went on the bus. Oh, I, boy. I started telling the kids how the trick is done. Oh. Uh, word got back to the club. <laughs> the club. I, and I was kicked out of the club. Wow. I was kicked out of Magic Club. So, not good. How'd you take that? Um, Waterworks. Uh, uh, no, not really. I mean, I'm like, okay. I mean, you know, Did you I, turn I, in your title. I don't hat think I was your, really Magic, magic Club magic material. Yeah, I was not Magic Club. Kept the bunny though. Were you one of three people in this club? I mean, how many people Give are in Magic? Give me a deck magic of cards. Or... I'll show you my favorite trick. I'll, do, I'll give you a What ma- grade uh, school has clubs? I and mean, how like, many people want to be in... it? I mean, people... Everyone's got steam and, and after-school activities. Yeah, but how many people want to be in Magic Club? You yeah, don't... Aren't how you... many? How many? How many people? Were like 15 kids 15 in Magic Club. People. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, what a bunch of... Wow. <laughs> the Cubs would finish what were you going to one... say, nerds? Is yeah, that what you are going to say? say nerds! nerds you are finish.
2: a huge nerd. The Cubs would finish the 120 game. Sylvie would update the standings and then head straight no, to no, Magic no. Club. Once he got kicked out of Ma- uh, Magic it was Club, one time. he decided to go
7: to the standings.
0: I, I went to one time. I, I learned a couple of tricks and I got kicked out because I told people on the bus. Guess
1: what Mark Grace uh, hit today? Hold on. What is that in your ear? Let me just pull that up. Oh, one for three.
7: I mean, if it was Grace, he'd be pulling out a cigarette out of your
0: yeah. ear. And so if you watched, if you watched Hard Knocks, this is my favorite type of magic. I don't know if it's even considered magic. If I would have stayed in the magic club, maybe I would know if this is even considered magic. It's a mentalist. And they've done this before on Hard Knocks. And even when they brought out the mentalist for this episode, I'm like, oh, they're doing a mentalist again. We've seen this before. But then after he was done, I'm like, oh, my God, this it was is the best awesome. part of the
1: episode. It, it was
0: awesome. It was it really awesome. Was good. The mentalist is where they like are able to tell what you're thinking and they're able to do these tricks where they take your thoughts and put it on like a piece of paper. He pulled one jet
1: out of the lecture hall, had him stand there and said, "Hey, look. It's a new NFL. You can change your number to anything." And he just started going through 10, 20, 30, you know, anything. Pick any number you want. Just don't don't pick your college number, don't pick your high school number. Pick a number. I think it was Michael Carter. Wasn't it Carter the yeah. running back who did this? And yes. You know, he writes down, on a pe- mentalist, on a piece, yeah. what he thinks the number is, and sure as hell, that's the same number so he, he So he's got 10. it on a
0: piece of paper. The mentalist says, this is the number, and he shows all the Jets, and he goes to Michael Carter, he goes, what, what's the number in your head that you would pick? And he goes, number 10, and that's the number he's holding up to show the entire Jets team. And then, like, another time, they were talking to a Jet who said, like, who who made a prediction like that they were going to beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl by a certain score. And it was what he had wrote down on a piece of paper before he made the prediction. How how about it? it, Like it's, it blows my mind. And I want to know what I learned at magic club. The rule is never tell your tricks. I want to know how the F do they do this? He, he had, he took, uh, he gave a
1: deck of cards to Aaron Rodgers and said, you know, hold it. Uh, with the cards facing you, Aaron, and just fan through them and just pick one card. And then he nailed, nailed the, the, the card. Just, right? I mean, it's
0: just like... And and, while I, he, and then while he was holding it, he said, pick an animal or something yeah. like that. And he, he picked a goldfish. The, the, or the, the someone else picked, the, picked goldfish. the goldfish.
1: And then he opened his hand and he had a goldfish in his hand.
0: In his hand. He thought he was holding a deck of cards, but instead it was a glass with a goldfish inside the glass... That Rodgers was holding the entire time. Like, again, these tricks. And we've been at Swift and Sons before where they have a mentalist like that where they do these tricks that blow your mind. So
1: I'm with you. I, I As I'm watching this, I'm going, I got to know how this is done. What 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 is he doing to pick the number out of thin air? To pick the final score of the Super Bowl from the player... And have it written down before the players. How how is this going know. on?
0: And do we want to know? That's the question. The, like, it, like uh, how do they do it? And do we want to know? Or would it is it much easier than we think? And would it ruin the whole fun for us?
1: I was watching NFL Network this morning. Uh, Good morning, football. And they said there's YouTube videos out there that if you want to go down the rabbit hole, you can you can start uh, checking out the answers to some of these mentalist oh, really? questions. Yeah, and then. I kind of was like, D- do I really want to know? I, th- I think this is what I'm doing
0: tonight. That's what you're I'm doing not, tonight? I'm not it drinking like a hot a, Friday uh, night. I mean, you know, yeah, I got, get, I got three game com- tomorrow. Do you still
1: have the numbers from the 14 guys that you were in the uh, Magic Club with? <laughs> I do with? not know. Hey, uh, it's Sylvie. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm working tomorrow the Bears game, so I'm going to kind of take it easy tonight. Going to be out on the back deck. Um, you know, I'm going to have the iPad out. We're going to Go down the rabbit hole looking at YouTube videos of mentalists. You guys interested? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Come on over. I'll have a Coke waiting for you. Ready to go.
0: A Coke.
1: <laughs> I mean...
0: Oh, RC Cola. All right, uh, let's win some Football Fest tickets right now. Caller 24. It's August 27th. Hard Rock Casino, Northern Indiana. Make sure you can go. It's a week from Sunday. This is the biggest party we throw. How about
1: this? This is going to be an absolute star-studded football fest. Barstool Big Cat. Are you going? Uh, I'm not going. Why? Because I'm going to be at home trying to figure out how to be a mentalist. Here's what, (laughs) what you need to do, okay? If you are really, you know, you should spend some time over the next week and you check out those YouTube videos. And then during Football Fest, Sylvie, you put on a little bit or of a, I do a magic show. You give your own hard, magic show. hard knocks. Who are you going to take with the first pick?
0: I'll tell you. Open up your hand. <laughs> it, will, it will be the opposite. I'll be getting every number wrong. I'll be saying this is the, the score you predicted. It will be so far off. The worst magic show in the history. The great Sylvie. (laughs) It's good. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is. It's a good bit. It's the opposite. It would be like we could call it something different, like a takeoff on the mentalist. Sure. Okay. I'm challenging you.
1: You've got a week. Work on your act. You got thrown out at Skokie. Uh, the Magic Club. Now I'm I'm reeling you into the Mentalist
0: Club. Got the top hat.
1: Yeah. The, the, tuxedo, the tuxedo with tuxedo, tails. Tuxedo. Maybe a little cape. Little little bear down cape. A bear down cape. <laughs> maybe we could get it sponsored. It's great. Yeah. I'm in. I am in. Get a patch on that.
0: <laughs> a patch. But yeah, an I eye I patch. It always, no, no, a patch for the sponsorship okay. on your cape. Uh, win Football Fest tickets, car 24. If you don't win, you can buy your tickets at uh, Hard Rock Casino, Northern Indiana dot com or Ticketmaster. It is a festival of football. Jeff Jonia is going to join us and Magic and uh, What to Watch For coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie get you set for your weekend viewing with What to Watch For. That's right, and let's give something away here with what to watch for. Thanks to our great friends and partners at Connie's Frozen Pizza. It's a Friday. Who wants to cook on a Friday night? You've made it to your weekend. So why don't you do a Meyer, a Jewel Osco, and a Mariano's. Mariano's. Pick up a Connie's Frozen Pizza tonight and make that. And it is awesome. Caller 10 right now wins free pizza. From Connie's, 312-332-3776. Giving away a ton of stuff. PBE's in for Waddle today. PB, what are you watching for? Uh, You know what? I'm going to throw a
1: comedian your guys' way. This is just when you've kind of been binging different shows, you need to, just a little buffer to get you from uh, one show to the next. And you're you're very good on the stand-up comedian recommendations. I, 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 I like this guy a lot. Comedian Nate Bargatze. His uh, latest is called Hello, World. It's on Prime Video. Uh, they bill him as the nicest comic in stand-up. He's going to be at the Chicago Theater November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. So this guy has some traction, selling out that place three nights. He is uh, he is hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I recommend Nate Margatesi, uh comedian. And then I want to throw – has anybody ever recommended a book – in what to watch for, no. what to look at. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, wow. so I'm gonna be the very first. Look
2: at this curveball. Sylvia, nerd. Now, <laughs> <You are laughs> I didn't say
1: I'm gonna read it, Tyler, uh, but I actually am. Uh, Billy Walters is uh, the gambler, and the name of his book is "Gambler Secrets from Life at Risk," known as the best pro gambler. Uh, of all time, and you've heard different things leaked in the last week about Phil, Phil Mickelson lost a hundred million dollars betting over a billion dollars in three decades, and he's got the receipts to prove it. There's a lot to that story. He wanted Phil to testify in his favor in, in an insider trading lawsuit. Phil did not. This guy Billy Walters went to jail. A lot of stuff going on there. So. I am, I'm intrigued by this book, uh, and there's a lot of gambling to it. I like it. Uh, so, yeah, check it
0: out. Billy Walters, Gambler, Secrets from Life at Risk. Look at PB going with the first ever book, book. recommendation, and it's a good one. Uh, I, I brought this up earlier in the week, and I promised I would recommend this for what to watch for. It's the show after winning time on HBO or you could stream it on Max and it's called Telemarketers. I believe there are only going to be 3 episodes and it's a documentary on these guys who worked for a telemarketing firm and and on the scams that go into these telemarketers we all hate getting calls from telemarketers is it,
1: it, the way the promo it looks like it's the 80s or 90s when this is 90s. 90s okay so it okay.
0: starts in the 90s and it's how anyone could have gotten a job there and how they were doing drugs there and they didn't care as long as you were selling for them sure. have you ever gotten the calls from the fraternal order yes, of police of course. you always think it's a cop sitting right. there inside the fraternal order police union it is not it is these guys calling you and I told the story earlier that the Fraternal Order of Police went to them at one point, and they said, we raise $125,000 a year for our charity. They said, okay, here's a $300,000 check. So we're giving you almost three times as much. Let us raise the money, and we get to keep it all. Here's $300,000 for you. We get to call, and then they kept all of it. Wow! And it was never the Fraternal Order of Police calling you. They would send you a sticker that says, I donated to the Fraternal Order Police, and they had scripts and rebuttals, and and it goes down this rabbit hole about all this stuff, and then I'm interested to see where it goes, but it's called Telemarketers. It's on HBO and Max and, and all that good stuff. And you mentioned... Men- go ahead, melon Sorry, so you, you
7: mentioned it's on right before Winning Time. After. And, oh, I'm sorry, right after. I implore the folks out there, if you listen to this show and you're not watching Winning Time... You need to get on it because I saw Jeff Perlman Mm -hmm. tweet this earlier this week. I'm telling you the future of winning time hangs in the balance. We need viewers. The strikes are crippling. Please help spread the word. Season two is amazing. But HBO is big on numbers. So if if you haven't checked it out and you're a sports fan who listens to Waddle and Sylvie, I highly recommend you check out Winning Time. Yeah, we love it. It's a fantastic show and I would love have a season three of that. And then, of course, the FIFA Women's World Cup final takes place on Sunday morning at 5 a.m., England up against
2: España.
0: And then really quick before we get to Act Tyler, what do you got?
2: I usually wouldn't watch this, but because of the people that are making it, I will. They're the ones that have done all the sort of sports documentaries on Netflix called Untold, and they did one on Jake Paul and how he went from a YouTuber to a boxer. So I'm intrigued J- by that, too. Jake Paul, the problem
0: child. All right. Well, What to Watch For Again brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza. Jeff Joniak's got a curfew, and he'll tell us why coming up next.